Welcome to the Intentional Father Podcast. For us fathers, parent our children, not by accident, but with intent. I'm your host, Aaron Stroman. Welcome to episode nine. This was not a, an episode I planned out long in advance, but I'm excited about it. So for those of you who don't know, my main gig is fundraising, consulting, and one of the, pro- I don't know if you call it product, experience that I provide for clients is called the Asking Academy, where we teach the art of conversational fundraising, and we teach it by asking questions. We teach leaders how to ask questions to engage in fundraising with major and mega donors. I was doing this in Tulsa, uh, well, the past two days, and uh, one of the things I love about the Asking Academy is we have lots of empty space built in so that natural conversations can happen in between our clients. There can be networking and, you know, you get board members and CEOs and development directors together. It's good just to provide open, free time so natural conversation can happen. People connect. They can relate. They get ideas from each other. And it's, it's just a wonderful experience. But with, with that theme, the Asking Academy, I think it's so, 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 so good to ask questions of other parents. One of the questions that I always ask a parent if they have kids older than mine, I, first of all, I say, okay, you, you've been down the road further than I have. There's something I can learn from you. But the question I ask is something along the line of what's the best parent move that you've made so far? What's that one thing that you've done as a parent that you think, if I could go back, I would do this again? It's been a success. It's been right on point. Share that wisdom with me, please. And as I was sitting around a lunch table, there's there's a guy attending the Asking Academy. I won't use his last name, but his first name was Todd. And Todd's one of these dudes. He's just, he's just put together. He's a guy that's like everyone's jealous of. He's good-looking. He's physically fit. He's successful with his business. Um, so he was a board member. He, he, he was there with the organization that he was volunteering at as a board member. He had a great family, you know, good marriage, lots of kids. His kids were older than mine, so I, so I asked him. I was like, all right, Todd, I, I got to ask you, what are you doing right? You know, what's, what's something that you've done that you think, yes, this is a good dad move. Definitely pick this up. And he goes, oh, that's easy. He said, always be willing to be the chauffeur, drive your kids around. And he goes, and, and when you do it, just turn the music on just a little. And don't turn up loud. Pick whatever music your kids like. He goes, and, and pick up their friends and just listen. He goes, I'm amazed at how my daughter and her friend talk in the back seat like they don't realize I'm in the, in the car. And they will just open up and talk about stuff that they would never talk talk about if we were sitting down at a table or you know on the couch together because for some reason in the car they I don't know if they think I can't hear them or they just don't care or what but he goes it's just a really good insight into their world and I thought oh I like that that's good and he goes now Aaron don't don't engage in the conversation 
probably don't even even let them know that you're listening. You can hear them, but just let them talk. It's a it's like a open window into their soul. And I thought, yeah, I'll do that. And then I was actually reminded. I was driving my daughter with one of her friends to church, and we we swung by the the car wash. And as we're going up to the car wash, you know, there's this kid, you know, spraying the car down and washing the the front window before we get into the conveyor belt of the car wash. And my daughter's friend, she just goes, hey, Joe, eight. And I immediately realized she was rating the looks of this guy, eight out of 10. And when, when Todd was talking about his advice, I go, oh my, oh my goodness, I've, <laughs> I've experienced this and it's true. So that's one little trick, little tip that I'm going to implement a little more is being the chauffeur, being the taxi driver, putting on their music and just listening. So that was, that was just a great takeaway I had from the Asking Academy, but then it gets better. At the same table, I had a friend, uh, Ashley, attending the Asking Academy. She's a executive director, but she used to be an art therapist. Well, she still practices. Uh, she's an art therapist. And she was explaining that when people do art, it uses one side of their brain. And when they talk and, and engage in conversation, it uses the other side of the brain. And she's talking about the effectiveness of art therapy, especially when it comes to kind of counseling, you know, talking out loud. She goes, when you get kids doing art, the when both sides of the brain are firing like that, you know, they're, they're talking in conversation, but they're also doing art, doing this other stuff with her brain, she goes, the filters go down. And there's some neurological reason or psychological reason why, and I don't remember. But she's like, you just, you'll just get kids to open up a whole lot more in conversation when they're doing art. And I actually, I asked her about if, if the same thing happens when you're playing games, because I had mentioned this on a previous podcast that I do, I do uh, game time after dinners and we have really good conversation. And, it, you know, she, she didn't have the exact data or research on, you know, on her or at, uh, at hand. But she said she wouldn't be surprised if the same phenomenon happened. Anyways, so there's another helpful hint and tip. If you want to engage your kids in some conversation, maybe uncomfortable conversation or topics where they might put up filters or, you know, put up some walls, do some art, get some paint, get some markers, some, some pencil and paper, whatever it is, do some art with them, engage them in conversation. The filter's going to go down, the conversation's going to go up, and it might be really effective. So those are two huge takeaways from the Asking Academy that I got from a parenting standpoint. That's really not why I was there, but I'm always asking, I'm always asking parents questions on, on their wins. I'm trying to learn from other parents and I would encourage all my listeners to do the same there. You know, they say it takes a village to raise kids or whatever. The reality is the village isn't going to show up in our home to help us raise the kids. But when we can ask questions and ask for advice, 
Parents are always willing to share from one parent to another some good insight on parenting successes. So I have that. And then I wanted to end with with this one. (laughs) Uh, I did this uh, last week as well, but my, my daughter called me from school. I forget what day. It doesn't matter. She, but she said, Dad, I'm supposed to bring chips and queso today. I totally forgot. Do you have time to grab me some chips and queso? And I mean, she caught me right when I was, I was literally in the car leaving, leaving town. But I said, yeah, I have time. I'm not too far away. I'll swing by the store and bring them to you. So I go and go in the store, get some chips and queso. And, you know, the grocery stores sell uh, roses. So I picked up a dozen roses and decided I'm going to drop this off with the chips and queso. One, to let my daughter know that I love her. Because it's a sweet thing to do. Dads, you need to buy your daughter's flowers, okay? That's that's a win in and of itself. But then I was like, she's going to have to walk around with this at school all day long. And I'll probably do a podcast on this later about how fathers can validate their daughters and build security within their daughters so they don't look for that validation or affirmation from other male figures. That's a whole nother podcast. But this is one way where I decided, you know what? I'm just going to let every high school boy know that there's some other guy who's buying Josie flowers and raise the standard. (laughs) You know, let let them know what they have to contend with and let my daughter know that she's loved and, you know, she gets to walk around with flowers that probably put a little smile on her face and and uh she came home with them they are in uh they're in a little vase upstairs right now anyway so there's there's my personal parenting hack or tip to add to the two that I mentioned from Todd and Ashley dad's buy your daughter's flowers and if you can get them to them at school it's definitely a win i hope this is helpful i would love to hear any of your tips or tricks, any of your parenting hacks that have just simply worked for you, email me, text me, drop them in the comments, and let's continue to excel at being intentional fathers. God bless.